Betty, I'm Roxy. And I'm Priska. And we are the Two Horny Goats. We're just two horny goats climbing the mountain of life, eating Asian American stereotypes for breakfast. Two Horny Goats, the musical, coming soon to you on Spotify. 2024. 2024. Oh my God. <laughs> it takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of planning. We need a little runway. We need a little runway. We're not going to jump into it like right away. You know what I mean? We got to present to a lot of people. We got to raise a lot of money. We got to plan with a lot of theaters. We need They're to focus packed. this vision board a little bit A little more. bit. A little bit. A little bit. Be, be a little, I love, I love, Love a fantasy, but maybe a little more realism. You know what I'm saying? So write to us. Let us know if you would like to see a Two Horny Goats musical. <laughs> musical. And Prisca's going to sing all of it, and I'm just going to dance. Oh, yes. Well, um, y'all, so I- I'm, like, so excited to see Roxy because I haven't seen her in forever. Um, because where the fuck have you been, bitch? Ooh, girl, I've been in Cabba, 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 Chameleon. <laughs> That's it's the second amazing. song in the musical. <gasps> Job basically took me on a very belated birthday trip. Slash Cute. anniversary slash oh. Valentine's Day. Like what? you just you just have to c- combo it. Sometimes you got to enjoy each other. You Celebrate know. for any reason. I also got looped into buying a vacation package. Oh, we'll talk about that on a future <laughs> episode. That's gonna be, I feel like, a full episode. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it yet. A part of me is like, you did the smart thing, and yeah. another part of me is like, you're a fucking We're idiot. Processing. We're yeah. processing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But it was really, really fun. We were staying at an all-inclusive resort, ah! which we did not do all inclusive because we don't drink <laughs> oh you didn't drink champagne no we didn't drink <gasps> yeah wow. okay that's kind of nice we had a really we had a really good time though yeah. and like um you know we went to the arches we did the glass phone <gasps> what you did know? you see who did you meet did you find nemo oh <laughs> i wanted see we only went for like a short trip we only went no. three days i don't like that it was really a full three days we got in at like 8 a.m and then we left at like midnight on the third day oh you know? shit so we actually had a really full time oh that's so quick yeah it's really it's really quick but we also felt like we lived a lifetime yeah and there's no time difference so that's kind of nice it's actually one hour and it fucked me up just oh kidding, really just was it one hour it was one hour oh you guys were further south i it's just generally oh is it just i central forgot time oh, mountain whoops. time it's mountain time oh it's, it's mountain, mountain, mountain time, time. okay so yeah. it's like just one hour difference like, so it's why not is that it bad. mountain time if it's at the beach i don't know <laughs> i <laughs> That's what? confusing. <laughs> NBC never explained. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just uh, spent a lot of money, ate yeah. a lot of food. Wow. Well, I mean, and then we went to the spa. You know, we did like all these things that yeah. really just, you guys, why don't we take, look, I know things are expensive. Inflation's a real thing. But this just reminded me that I need to take more vacations. Yo, we got to live like the Europeans, baby. Do you take enough vacation? Um, I mean, I kind of, in my mind, I'm always 10% on vacation. So yeah. kind of like I close oh, really? my eyes and I, my like fantasy place is like, always in Cabo too because really? remember that trip I took like two years ago yeah and it was like the best trip ever but yeah mm. I am always like 10% on vacation but yes I love vacation and I love Mexico I want to go to Mexico more often 100% it's like right there it's right it's just south of us see that's what fucks with me yeah. is that like I'm always like oh it's because I'm in America there's like no neighboring countries I'm like there are neighboring there are, countries there are two there's two yeah they're, and pretty, like, they're pretty nice I'm always just like if I'm in Europe I could just take the train somewhere true uh, yeah that's true but, but you can also, just take a flight yeah I'm like 
getting there and getting it's just so easy yeah you know what i'm Central saying america's not like that far you know yeah. what i mean if you're yeah. going down to mexico like you because you guys flew there right flew, yeah yeah um and it wasn't that bad it was like a two and a half hour it was flight very easy. right and because yeah. it's only three days it was a simple carry-on and it yeah. was just um in and out yeah in, a, in <laughs> and out uh what have that. you been doing wait i'm not done talking about cabo okay wait i'll tell you more ask me okay wait okay what was the rom- most romantic thing you guys did Oh my god! I think I mean the fact that Jaw really pushed for this was probably the most romantic thing <laughs> because you know me. I'm just like, no, we don't have time for that. Like yeah. we don't. I got work. You got work. Like blah blah blah. Don't spend yeah. money on me. Blah blah blah. You know, spend yeah. it on who you need to spend it on. And he's like, no. He's like, you've been talking about wanting to do a trip, so why not? Yes. Like, and then so the fact that he really pushed me to do it, and it's our first sort of international <gasps> romantic getaway trip that's not meant for something obligatory you know um i think that in itself was really romantic we went to a very romantic dinner and that celebrated they brought out like my birthday you know they sang a song and like all that stuff and i think i just like and then like his brother came to pick us up at the airport and then his brother like gave me a ride home which is like totally not convenient and oh like, my god and then you know Adi said that's his brother he asked um jaw he's like what was your favorite thing about the trip and jaw was just like spending time with roxy oh my god and i'm like yeah by the way i was like i'm sorry <laughs> but i would never pick you up from the airport because it's too stressful <laughs> fair enough fair enough um one more question when did your brain finally stop buzzing like when did you finally feel the quiet after i bought the vacation package oh because I was so stressed. <laughs> Anyways, that's totally another, another story, story for another day. Because that'll be a whole episode. <laughs> but oh like, oh my god, the drama! I mean, so much drama. So like, much drama. we gotta save that because that's yeah. too big. Yeah. But like, when did you feel like you were relaxing? Was it during your massage? Mm, okay. Uh, did you not, I Roxy? D- mm, I, I she. Okay, I just don't put know. out your wrist. I just don't know. <laughs> Put out your wrist. Are you gonna hear? Are you gonna feel for my heartbeat right now? No, it's, I'm it's, gonna slap your wrist. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's just crazy because, um, first of all, three days is not enough to That's like not. truly relax. You need like ten days. No, and and um, and despite it being an off season, there's still a lot of people there, which is again why you get a vacation package. Um, <laughs> and so it was. There's a lot of people who obviously it's all inclusive. There's a lot of drinking. Yeah, and I think because we don't drink that much anymore being around that sort of like spring breakers vibe sometimes yeah. could be a little bit much for us right so we retreated to our villa our room as much as we can nice <laughs> you know and that was also very nice as well it's like we had our own little apartment yeah you know that was very cute and then whenever when then we visited the town which was really nice and then going out into the boats um it just felt like we were back to back to back on so many things just because we were yeah. just there for a short amount of time so as you know you need a vacation from your vacation yeah. Yes, 100%. So the two days I happens. came back, I'm just like, nobody talk to me. Yes, I need to just decompress. No, I know. The, the I get like, I get resort anxiety where I feel like I want to do and see everything yeah. that I'm supposed to do and see. Right, right. And then um, if I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm wasting money, even though like I'm paying money to relax, relax. there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I totally get that. And I feel like I do appreciate that Abe is such an introvert that he would rather stay in the room too. Um, and so when we were in Cabo, we had like our own little like private pool in the Ooh. back. Small, but like oh. that's all I really needed. You know what I mean? So I just sat in there all day and read. I'm going to look up Nobu Resort oh, yeah. right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> in Cabo. You would love it. But it wasn't all inclusive. Yeah. So it was kind of expensive, but I felt like it was so worth it because it was so beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, but then I, I I understand that resort anxiety, so I hear you. It's okay, because I bought this vacation Yeah, package. we're going to go back. In the future, we get seven days. We're going back. And we could just take our time, and we could totally live our best White Lotus life. Oh, my God, we can record episodes <laughs> from there. <laughs> these gays, these high-end gays are trying to kill me. I took an ibuprofen, so I'm kind of loopy. <laughs> but, Frisco, what yes. are we doing? What are oh. you doing? What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Yeah. I... I I have just been a little bit all over the map. I'm mm. not going to lie. Mm. And I feel that I'm finally, I was telling Roxy, I was like, this weekend, I finally had nothing to do. And it's the best motherfucking thing of my life. And, you know, I house sit for some of my friends and um, I was house sitting for a friend and her house is lovely and her dogs are easy. And it kind of gave me, I don't know if this is like, you know, me, the Asian side of me or whatever, but I'm like, well, I'm working like mm. I'm, I'm earning some money. So it, it allowed me to fully relax. I don't know. It's like dumb, but <laughs> I, I just binged. I binged the first half of the fourth season of you. It was amazing. And I binged the professionals, Great British Bake Off, which you all know. It's like, giving me, it was sorry, amazing. the fourth uh, season of you is like major flea bag rear window vibes oh yeah it's like they it was a, no offense to the actress because she's great but she's like a discount phoebe yeah, yeah no she really i was just like this is interrupting monologue thing oh <laughs> yeah straight yeah one, it was straight up uh, ripped it off <laughs> yeah. a flea bag yeah no 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 for sure but i like the agatha christie of it all yeah yeah it's yeah. fun it's soapy it's stupid and it <laughs> keeps you on just enough of a cliffhanger the entire time that yeah. like you'd forget to breathe so <laughs> i had a great time this weekend and i feel like rejuvenated mm-hmm. and like one of the things like ava has been a little upset at me for not upset but like i'm such a uh i'm such like a ambivert so i have my introverted tendencies and i have my extroverted tendencies but when abe's out of town i tend to lean into my extroverted side oh um just to kind of like because i feel lonely or i feel like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to miss out or right. i, I want to do things right um and i generally want to see people but i've definitely gone through this thing where I'm so happy doing everything I'm doing, but when I get home, I'm completely like exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) Just like nearly comatose, you know? Um, And I'm not, I'm not good for anything, you know? And so I think having this time to myself was the best possible thing I could have done over four days. So. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Thank you. I feel rested. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I love how we're like embracing solitude yes. as a real like, resource for rejuvenation 100 percent. and my friend's place is like cuter than any airbnb you know what i mean so like i think that helps like the aesthetics like not to be shallow but it helps (laughs) (laughs) wait but i also love your quirky chino mansion yes it is it is a haunted weird ass mansion and i feel like squirrels are living in it but it's fine um it's great it's great here too that's like our little sort of bizarre gratitude spiel you know because it's like all of these things are super amazing and you know that being said like solitude and a being away yeah and uh distance right distance yeah what does this word mean to you um, you know, it's actually sparking the next series that we're going to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think last season we did some solo episodes and they were kind of like, we chose our own topics, but this time the topic is kind of the same and we're kind of taking it and running with it in our own directions. And we're going to be talking about long distance and how it affects all of our relationships. Cause you and I experience diff- you know, distance in, I think we all do. I guess everybody has some kind of distance. Yeah. But I think you have some very specific distance that actually a lot of people go through but not a lot of people talk about which is being separated from your parents on different continents yeah 
And so, you know, and for me during this season in my life, like I've been separated from Abe by distance. Yeah. And, and you um, guys are like hip to hip. Yeah. Especially during COVID. Right. You know? Right. Right. Um, actually, since we moved to Oregon. Yeah. We've been just like tied together, right, you know? Right. Right. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, I've mentioned it a little bit here and there, but um, I really got to dive into it a bit over this like solo episode i what i did was i recorded voice notes from the moment abe left Mm. until the first time that he came back so it was about one it's an ongoing project yeah it's an on so i i kind of stopped it at that point because it's a lot of you know emotional like availability to have i guess to myself and to the goatees but i recorded a little voice note about every other day Mm -hmm. um and just some of it's really raw and some of it's like oh i'm fine i'm at the grocery store everything's okay you know um but some of it's like when i was dropping him off i was really emotional and um you know feeling those moments at 3 a.m when you're lonely and all of a sudden like you you don't know what to do with yourself but i learned a lot about who i am and i learned a lot about how we lean on each other Abe and I and how we are codependent and how some of those things are positive things and some of those things like are okay to work on separately Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think it's actually made us appreciate each other more deeply and I think helped with my anxiety a little bit because since we started dating I I have so much anxiety over what we're going to be doing and whether he's okay and like you know all these things and I I have set aside that need to kind of focus on myself too. And, and it's been a whole practice and it's been hard and it kind of feels selfish. But then at the same time, Abe and I are are communicating every day. And so we're still together in this, but building like a new kind of partnership during this time period. And it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, you have a very unusual circumstance, you know what I'm saying? It's like, he's touring. It's like, if you're, if you're with a performer, you know what I'm saying? And they do theater of their, you know, they have shows that they're touring. Then this is commonplace for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to manage and it has a very different set of challenges. Yeah. You know, and then your priorities are different for sure. But so how about for you? Like, I, I don't know where you're going to go with this solo episode. I'm just so excited. I actually have no idea. Idea. I recorded, um, you know, last year before I went back to see my family, mm-hmm. I thought about doing an episode about the concept of home just because I've been, uh, I haven't been able to go back during the pandemic for three years yeah. and seeing my parents, if they're a little bit older, if they're a little bit grayer mm-hmm. and also just, um, our relationship, how it mm-hmm. shifts from being virtual to being in person again. Mm-hmm. Like they don't think as deeply as I do because obviously it's like, you know, we, we do different types of work yeah. on ourselves and trying to find that bridge was difficult. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just spewed out all my thoughts in sort of this 30 minute recording and listening back to it. I just felt like it was being ruled by my emotions rather than thought. Mm-hmm. And then coming back, I had a lot to process and I wasn't in a really good emotional space. I think overall, the episode may be a little bit more personal describing my overall relationship with distance in itself Mm. because it showed me a lot about myself, the Mm. way that I couldn't really go forward in this topic and how I protect myself and my heart with distance. Yeah. And you want to protect your parents too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, so my episode hasn't been recorded yet, but mm-hmm. you guys will hear it um, when it's ready to go. Yeah. So I think there's a lot because this distance in itself has to do with me. Right. Interesting. It's both physical and emotional. Because because something that I've learned in terms of my growth is 
it's again it's like not what happens to you it's mm-hmm. how you move in it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if i want to see change i have to change yeah right? well and it's interesting even like you just said i couldn't go home for three years mm-hmm. but you've never technically lived you've never <laughs> technically lived in taiwan but i think that's the thing right i think i talked about this before is I've moved in so many different places. Like I've never gone back to the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. I don't go back to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But one place I always went back to every year was Taiwan. So, so in a strange most... way, yeah. that is the my one stable place of home, mm-hmm. even though many people say, like, well, you don't have a circle there. You don't have, I have family there. That's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't have a relationship with the spaces or with the streets or any of that, but it is still the most stable place I have in mm-hmm. my life. And it's not just because your parents are there. No. Okay. Yeah, it's my relationship with it. Mm, so super. That's, it gets really deep and really nuanced. We love deep and we nuanced. We love deep and nuanced. Um, but yeah, that's what y'all have to look forward to. So yeah. we're going to um, jump off here and go drink some martinis and champagne. I um, love that. Maybe together, maybe apart. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but before we go, we want to do a little. Unsolicited picks for the week. Roxy, can you go first? Can you tell me what yours is? Oh my god! So when we went to Cabo, I we tried this agua chile dish. What? Okay, first of all, what is agua chile? Um, so actually, what's funny is I have something on here. Is it like a ceviche? Yeah, it's like is it a with form like, of ceviche? Kind of. Or yeah. is it? Yeah, it's like kind of like it's like ceviche. What makes agua chile different is that it's um like it's made with fresh raw like whatever fish or shrimp and then there's cucumber red onion lime juice and chilies the chilies are pulverized with water hence the name agua chile pulverized with water yeah oh yeah water chili chili water and that with lime is just a yeah. spectacular combination okay let me describe to you talk to me what chili all right i'm gonna close my eyes like seriously we love raw shrimp yeah you know, like Love Koreans it. have this amazing soy sauce oh, raw shrimp. Yes, kanjang seo. Ooh, kanjang seo. Ooh, <laughs> kanjang seo. Um, you know, the ones in Cabo are thick and juicy. Oh. All right. So they have the fluffy raw shrimp in their agua chile. And then they put raw mango. Uh. In not, not, not raw mango, but just sweet mango oh in my it. God. Okay. And then you put that pulverized water oh with my chili, ch- pulverized chili with water and lime. I need this in my life. And then you add like jalapenos or habanero peppers. Oh, for that spice, a little bit of spice. And then you just like use your totopos, right? And you like dip it into the agua chile. And oh. then you just like take a little bit out of it. And honestly i dream oh my god oh my god like the seafood in cabo it's insane it's insane no i'll fuck you Um, (laughs) that sounds amazing i want that right now yeah so i need to figure out how to make i don't i need to figure out how to make it but uh i've been dreaming about this agua chile forever jealous i want it well we're gonna go back on your vacation package like the sweetness of that mango yes. honey like mexico obviously. oh my god the yeah mangoes are so Beautiful. fucking good and remember like when john and i first took a bite of this agua chili we just looked at each other we're like oh my god 
Like, what are we doing here? We can't ever leave. And then we had to get it another time oh. right before we were leaving. It's Hell yeah. Of, I was going to ask you how many times did you get it? It's kind of beautiful. It's like yeah. our first meal there was this aqua chili. And then right before we left, we're like, we're going to get this aqua chili before we go. That's when you know something's fucking good. When you only have three days and you're like, no, we have to absolutely 100% we gotta find do a way that to again. squeeze it in. You yes. know what I mean? Oh, squeeze. Oh, squeeze. Anyways, that was my pick. I um, love it. My- what is yours? Um, so I've been reading I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. A lot of, uh, like, you know, trigger warnings. All the all the trigger I mean, warnings. the title in itself is a trigger warning. It's a tr- yeah, literally, <laughs> the book in and of itself is a full-on trigger warning. But it is so wonderfully written, and um, it's a really, I don't know, it's a really fascinating account of this girl who Jeanette McCurdy um was is an actress actress, was an actress child actress and her mom I mean what she was on iCarly right yes um I didn't watch that show but like little did the audience know um the American audience know her mom was like very verbally abusive and a narcissist and um had a lot of issues um and and was sick with cancer and whatnot so she was going through you never know what someone's actually going through and because her mom was such a difficult person, she Jeanette really learned to mask a lot of it. And um, but I think that at the heart of the story, like she wants to protect her mom and she wants her mom to be happy. And that was the most heartbreaking thing of all, you know. Um, so it, it's a really interesting book. Uh, I hear that there's an audio book where she actually reads it. So I haven't heard that yet, but my friend Melly said it was great. So if you don't have time to like sit down and crack it open, like that might be a good way to I've heard consume this book it. getting stellar reviews everywhere. And I'm like, I want to bring myself to read it, but I'm also scared just because it talks about all those. Yeah. You know, it's really good. It's, it's, um, it's, it's very readable, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So like, it's all, you know, it's scary and whatnot, but a lot of it is like told from her childhood perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does a really good job of like, of, of, I don't know, commencing her inner narrative, you yeah. know? And so in that way, it's like, it's, it's, it's like horrific what you're seeing, but then it's also easy to get through. You want to know what's sense. crazy? What? I worked on the last thing she ever did. What? Yeah. So she was in the short, it's all coming back to me now, called the first lady. And it was talking about this Republican, like female politician running for office. Yeah. And she's like her assistant. And, um, and I, I, being a filmmaker, I was an AD. I was an AD on this short. It's like five years ago. I don't remember at this point. It's on IMDb, but it's like her, the last project she ever did. And I wasn't aware of who she was. Silly me, you know, but like, um, she was very professional. She was very quiet. She kept to herself the whole time. Wow. She just got on set. She did her job. And then she left. She didn't really talk to anybody. Wow. You know, even though it was a very small, like, indie crew. My friend Elaine Lowe was directing it. And um, I felt like she just did it as a friend favor. Oh. You know? But um, it just was mind-boggling to me that this person went through all of that, you yeah. know? And that she stepped away from the industry you know, to heal and yeah. to write this book. So I commend her. I hope that wherever she is right now, that she's happy. I couldn't agree more. I, I feel the same way. And that's amazing that you have this connection to her yeah. professionally, which Hollywood is Hollywood is bizarre, though. Hollywood's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it is. It truly is. But thanks for listening in, Goatees. Like, we love you. We, we love you all so much. We're excited to share these solo episodes with you. And then we'll be back with, like, duo episodes Woo! in a couple of weeks, you we know? We love you guys. We love you so much. Have a horny week. Our lovely goatees. And And remember, stay horny. We 
is hosted by Roxy and Prisca. Music by Abraham Kim. Artwork by Connie Yen. Please visit us at twohornygoats.com. Have thoughts or questions for us? Email us at hello at twohornygoats.com. Okay, bye!